podcast guesting is powerful for podcasters and guests as well. An interview valet can help both. Here's how. Hi, I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitypodcast.com with Tom Schwab from Interview Valet. And Tom, tell me what Interview Valet does. Sure. Interview Valet is a podcast interview marketing service. We work with inspiring thought leaders to help build their brand and their business on targeted podcast interviews. So we help the host say yes, we make it easy for them, and we make the guest it powerful for them. It's more than just a booking or a, um, just another podcast interview. It's about getting real results from every conversation. Yeah, and that's conveyed in that word that you use in your title is valet. And it's really that so much done for me, so I'm not having to go around and looking for these. So what are the categories of podcasts that you serve and categories of guests? Sure. So there's three main categories we serve. Business by far is our biggest one but we also focus on faith and spirituality and health, nutrition, and wellness. So from a guest perspective, say I wanna grow my business and I know that guesting, and by the way, this is absolutely true, being a guest on podcasts, super powerful way to grow your business, grow your influence, grow your authority, grow your own podcast even. It's been the best thing for me growing my own podcast over many years and spikes after I've been a guest on certain podcasts. So huge value there. So if I am an expert, and I want to be on some podcasts out there. What can you do specifically to, to put me on the right podcast? Right, and I would push back and say, your goal is not to get on podcasts. Your goal is to grow your business, right? And you always start with what's the long-term goal, right? And then back into it and say, who do I want to talk to, right? Mm -hmm. There's lots of podcasts. You want to talk to nice customers, not just nice people. So we start with there, what's the goal? What are you trying to do? Who are you trying to talk to? And then we identify those podcasts that have that audience, right? And it's a little bit of art, a little bit of science, and a whole lot of experience. We use a lot of data behind that. And then we work with the client too to say, what kinds of things do you want to talk about? You don't want to do the same interview over and over and over because it's not powerful, you can't repurpose it. And if people start binging on it, they're like, oh, you know, everything's the same. Mm -hmm. So being very, very strategic on it. And I say podcast interview marketing because it's not just about the podcast interview, it's about the marketing behind it. So what things do you use to move people from being a passive listener to an active visitor and ultimately an engaged lead? Mm -hmm. And we work with our clients on that. And we work with, you know, over 200 at, at any one time um, nonfiction authors, high-level coaches, consultants, brands, really people that realize that obscurity is the biggest problem, right? They could help a lot of people if they only knew about them. And, you know, a lot of times people will say, well, should I be a host or a guest? And I'm like, there's benefits to both, right? Be a host if you want to nurture your current leads and nurture your clients. But if you want to get new exposure, if you want to get new leads, well, then you got to go on somebody else's audience. Now, what can you do for the podcast hosts out there that like having guests on their shows? Yeah, and I am, admire all podcast hosts, right? I've been on over a thousand podcast interviews. I still don't have my own show. And people <laughs> say, well, why not? And I'm like, because it's hard work, right? It's a commitment. So we realize that and we want to make it easier for the host. So by getting to know them, right? Everybody gets pitched. I get pitched to be on my podcast and I don't have one, <laughs> right? It's true. So we get to know the host. 
what's your show about? Who's your ideal guest? Where do you want to go with this? And we've got 32 people on our team in Europe and North America, about half of them are military spouses. And so one is assigned to every podcast, right? So they get to know you, who you're looking for, and they're not making pitches. You pitch a baseball, you pitch an inanimate object, you introduce a human being. So we're introducing them to you in the way that you want and then getting the feedback. Why are they good? Why aren't they good? Because we're trying to get better each time. So you've got an advocate inside Interview Valet and the client also has an advocate. So it's sort of that double check before anybody goes onto your show. And it's that, that pure advocacy that I really love about Interview Valet and how you're not just trying to say, all right, here's, here's this irrelevant guest or let's just put you on as many podcasts as possible, hundreds of podcasts that are irrelevant, you're really seeking to make that good match between the podcast and the guest. So for, for the guest, or let's look at it this way, for the host, if they want to do some kind of work with you, what kind of cost is there? There's no cost to the, uh, to the host, right? And we've been asked, people say, well, why don't you charge the host and the guest, right? And I'm like, well, you could make money that way, but it would be potential for a conflict of interest and I don't want to go anywhere near there and the other thing too is that the host is doing the the hard work right we should be serving them so I always say we serve the host the the guest is our client but it's a we need both in order to fulfill our mission so then for your clients the primary clients being the guests who want to be on relevant podcasts what's the pricing look like for them Sure. So it's based on campaigns. We always look at it and say um, a campaign is either like a three month, like a guest storm. If you've got a book that's coming out, mm. we do a lot of book tours. And, you know, last year we had four books. We helped hit the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. You do lots of interviews. They all drop um, and you hit a list. Most people are doing what we call a brand builder. So they're out there continually getting that exposure, the backlinks, the content to repurpose. And some people will say, you know, can I do it for a month? No, you won't see any results in a month, right? But we have long-term clients, not long-term customer, or not long-term contracts, right? So each campaign is about six months. We learn, we get better on that, we refine, and we always roll from one campaign to another. And engagement started about $7,000 for the entire six months. There's no ups, no extras. We give our clients, you know, the, the equipment that they need, all the checklists. They've got a personal uh, client account manager. Uh, we do the prep work. We do uh, a walkthrough interview. That's always with me. Um, we do the one sheets for them. And then each month we do optimization calls and say, what's the feedback from the host? From the, from the guest, what's the data say? How can we can continue to get this better? Because at the end of the day, it's not just about you know getting connected to another podcast host. It's about growing your business. And one of the things I always tell people is, you know, more is not better, better is better, yes. right? And don't do just do more interviews if you're not doing more with the interviews. So we work with our clients uh, to promote the interviews. You know, all of our clients promote their interviews to repurpose it, to really get it out there, to hit their goal, not just get on another podcast. Now, if you heard that number, $7,000, and you think, that's too much, then this isn't for you, and that's okay. Now, I think a lot of businesses out there, you might be one of those business people out there trying to grow your business or your influence in one of these, especially these three areas, and you might have heard that number and think, wow, you do all this for only $7,000, then this is for you. So 
in that, for a six-month campaign, approximately how many guest appearances per month might uh, guests expect or hope to accomplish? Yeah, we always tell people don't do less than two interviews a month. And that comes from our clients because they'll say when they do less than two great interviews a month, they never get comfortable with it. Mm. Flip side is, is typically we don't advise people to do more than one a week, right? And some people will say, well, if one a week is good, let's do one a day, right? It's like, no, <laughs> don't do Groundhog's Day. Do one great interview, repurpose the content, promote the content, make it stand alone so that it's not just Groundhog's Day. And often we'll work with a, a company, I can think of uh, one publicly traded company, at one time they had six talents, is what we refer to them as. So they had six people that were all doing an interview a week. So it, it was much, much more powerful than one person trying to do, what, 24 interviews a week? <laughs> Wow. So it's, this is so much more than just, here's your little podcast to be a guest on and go and do it. You're really nurturing through before and after. And I like all of that. That, I mean, hand-holding is I mean, a, a simple way to put it, but that's what many people need who are especially not guest-ready. And so you offer plenty of resources on your site as well to help people be guest-ready and the services that you offer. And this is all fantastic that you do this, and especially those three areas that you serve the most. Business, faith and spirituality, and health, nutrition, and wellness. Yeah, very good industries to help serve, and some of them being underserved, especially with this level of service. So if you want to learn more about Interview Valet, then visit the links below this video or go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash PM22. For Tom Schwab, from Interview Valet. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the AudacityPodcast.com. Thanks for watching.